This is Jam Nation with Jonesy and Amanda. Well, our next guest is one half of Australia's greatest duos in comedy. For nearly 30 years, incredible, they've been making us laugh with some of Australia's most loved comedy shows. They're back with their latest endeavour called Moby Dick. I'm talking about Lane Owen Woodley. We have Frank Woodley with us right now. Hello, Frank. Hello, nice to see you. I like to think of myself as more like three-fifths of Lane Owen Woodley, but you can, <laughs> half is fine. Look, you do the maths you're with the Colin when the it's operation. time for a fight. That's what the, you're the brains of the operation, and you noticed we might you might have noticed we were playing Moby Dick by Led Zeppelin. I know that was lost on you, Amanda. Is that the background music there? The, your show is Moby Dick. That's exactly what our show is. Well, I mean, if, you've, if you're studying Moby Dick at university... Don't come along expecting to get insights from our show. <laughs> They're not your um, crib notes. No, no. I mean, I have read Moby Dick. Well, I have. I've read most of. I've read. Well, I got about two thirds of the way through the Wikipedia page, and it was highly entertaining. I found. But I know Cole read the book, and Good. I watched the uh, Gregory Peck 1950s film uh, yeah. with Gregory Peck, which I thought was great. In fact, in many ways, I think. Don't come and see Lana Woodley. Just hire Gregory Peck's Lana, Lana Woodley and Gregory Peck's Lana Woodley. What am I saying? <laughs> now you've linked <laughs> yourself to him forever. <laughs> Gregory Peck did a great film all about Lana Woodley. You should check that out. <laughs> but why have you picked Moby Dick? Of all the classics, of all the things, what spoke to you about Moby Dick? Well, I'd like to, I'd like to be able to say that it was because you know we we were inspired by the the deep and profound themes of of the book. But it's really that Cole had read it during lockdown and we needed to do a new show and he said, I've just read Moby Dick. Why don't we do Moby Dick? And I said, okay, you know, that's about the extent. I'm just glad he hadn't been reading Fifty Shades of Grey during lockdown. (laughs) Very different production. Not again. Still with Dick in the title, I'm sure. (laughs) So with Moby Dick, is there going to be props? Are we got a whale on stage? Um, well, there's there's a we have a big um, a thing that kind of represents a a, sail, a sailing boat sail that's hanging behind us. It's very theatrical, and then we're projecting a lot of images onto the onto that screen. So in, at, at the moment, there, a whale will appear on on stage, but not in three D form. More like as a as a projection. I had an idea. I wanted to see. Cold can be quite a killjoy to my creativity. Right. I wanted to um, for the climax climactic story. Whether just a bit of a um, spoiler here. Where the whale rams the ship and sinks the ship. Yeah. I thought it'd be great if we like handed out scuba gear and just flooded the theatre. <laughs> but um, you know, such a nanny state. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't let us do that. No. So, what what but is the shock at the moment? The costings would be yeah. would they be pretty high though, wouldn't they? I imagine scuba gear. Then you've got to flood the theatre. Yeah, just out. like Cole, I'm hearing it all again. Yeah. <laughs> In our previous show, I wanted to do a little routine, like a reality, a, a kind of a satire of a reality show called "So You Think You Can Survive a Panther Attack," <laughs> and they wouldn't let me do that either. No, you know, no, Sorry. it's outrageous. It's But in many ways, the way that our show kind of devolves over the course of the show is that um, in the same way that Ahab is driven crazy by by his hatred for Moby Dick, the great white whale that injured him by biting off his leg Mm. uh, before the story begins, um, in many ways... uh, that is is mirrored by the fact that I've kind of psychologically injured Colin 
and his hatred for me grows over the course of the <laughs> the uh, story. And uh, mainly my ADHD is his problem, right. but um, rather than my great girth and size and dimensions. Um, but you've but survived 30 as a, as a years. Result, but, What's that? But all those years for, with the two of you as a duo, how, how has he not stabbed you? <laughs> well, I take a front at that comment, but, yeah. um, and in the back as well, possibly. Um, no, I, I, that's exactly right, and that comes to a head during the production. And at the end, although there isn't a whale on stage, there is a crazy man chasing uh, an, another being around the stage oh. with a harpoon. Well, then that, so that and, could and be. He may or may not stab me in the end. That could so be the other show. Uh, Lano stabs Woodley. That's the that's the next show. That could well be. You could be right. One night only. And despite what you said, I've actually learned more about Moby Dick from yeah, this conversation so this nice. than I actually this is knew. Nice and we didn't have to read it. Um, <laughs> Lano and Woodley, Moby Dick, get your tickets from ticketech.com.au. It could be nothing but a success. Yes, and if you say, when you, um, if you come to the show and you don't actually really love it, uh, it's my personal guarantee that if you go to the box office and say, I heard Frank Woodley on uh, Jonesy and Amanda and he said that I could get a full refund for my ticket if I didn't enjoy it. It's my personal guarantee that they'll say, well, I haven't heard anything about that. (laughs) Wow. I stand by that. Wow. You really put your money where your mouth is. It's quite an ironclad guarantee there. It certainly is. It's always great to talk to you. Thanks for joining us, Frank. Thank you, Frank. Thanks for having me. Oh, you know, oh, look, there she blows. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Thank you.